0: Today's show is pre recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it y'all is. Y'all don't know y'all better you ask somebody. Had on, had on, on, suit on, suit looking on, looking like the trap dog, giving a mug on, dress like the million bucks, yes. bust things in its cuffs. Y'all mm-hmm. tell me who could it be, but Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For put your
1: hands together. Come hands together. on, baby, put your hands Come your hands together. Come on, baby, put your
2: Do your thing, big daddy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Oh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Oh, come on now, dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Thank God for it all the time, too. Well, here we go. Today, I want to share something with you that'll help you. Because it's helped me. You know, I was uh, telling the story once that... um. In this magazine called rob report that there was a statue i used to see for years i started buying rob report magazines um, years ago so i just wanted to see what affluent people did you know just wanted to see what people with means did what type of investments they did what they bought you know where they traveled to the rob report is just like a it's like a big boy toy magazine you See what cars is out. I didn't have money for none of it. Just I was dreaming though. You know, I just wanted to see. And um, there's a statue inside this magazine of this man who was coming out of this bronze rock, and he was completely bronze, and he was muscular. And, you know, he didn't look nothing like me, but he was a man coming up out of a rock, and he had a huge hammer and a chisel in his hand. And as his body from the waist up was coming out of this huge piece of stone, you could see where it was him who had been chiseling and forming himself. So the name of the statue was Self-Made Man. And for years, man, I said, man, I'm gonna get a big house one day and I'm gonna put that statue in the backyard in the corner. That's gonna be my little spot where I go chill because I'm a self-made man. Well, after years of working at becoming somebody and having reached a a degree of success, I I would have nothing to do with that statue. There's nothing about that statue that appeals to me anymore. Because on my journey and in my quest to become what I thought would be this self-made man where I could put this statue and had this statue in the corner be kind of cold symbolizing it, I had made it, I realized on my journey, there's no such thing as a self-made man, that we all need help and that God places people in our paths along the way that benefit us oftentimes. And it's the most unlikely person oftentimes, and it's the most unlikely way that he presents these people in front of you. It's crazy how he does it, man. And so this is a statue now that I look at and I go, I see what the creator was saying, and that's cool, but not for me because I needed help. And I've learned a lot of things like this along the way. And the part I wanted to share with you all about this is you've got to develop. You've got to develop a sense of purpose. You have to develop a sense of purpose. That's different. That's different. See, your purpose is created for you by God because when he created you as an individual, from whatever two parents you may have, that's not important here. When he created you, he had something in mind for you. And it was a purpose. God has not created a single soul to become a criminal. God has never created a a single soul to be a drug dealer. This came about through some decisions we made as sinners, and we stayed in that place. But see, when he created us, he has a wonderful idea for us. But God gives us human beings this thing called choice, and we have the power to decide. So you can decide if you're going to adhere to the purpose that God created you and made you for, or you can go ahead and make some choices on your own. So like if God wanted to give you a life and give it to come to you and give you life more abundantly, and that's his promise, if you come to him, if you choose him, then cool. But if you say, well, this ain't moving along fast enough, I'm going to get my own life of abundance. I'm going to start slanging. Well, guess what now? <laughs> Ta-da. You've made a decision. And see, God's decisions and choices, the one thing I learned about them, God's decisions, choices, his voice, it has no sin in it. Ain't it amazing how many people that came up to you and said, the Lord wanted me to do this to you and I'm doing it and that God is punishing you and I'm doing this to you because God going to see that you get your day. Who, who is this person? Who is this person that God all of a sudden gave this authority and power to? God didn't give that to nobody, man. Nobody. This person don't had a right to hold you to your past, the right to make you pay. So who makes them pay when they make mistakes? Because they all make them. So when I say you have to have a sense of, you have to develop a strong sense of purpose, that means you have to strongly get in touch with your creator to find out what the purpose you were created for. See, it's, it's, it's two things that I had to learn along the way. My career was what I was paid for. My calling is what I was made for. See, it's two different things, folks. It took me a long time to learn it. Some people think that they calling is to be a performer. Well, that's what you paid for. And a big part of your life is your performance that's tied directly to your gift. But what you made for, though, what you made for is to bring about some significant change in another human being's lives because we are all linked together in this chain. That's what you are here for. Everybody has a purpose to do something wonderful, meaningful, or impactful for another person. You think the guy that invented the airplane was merely inventing the airplane so he could fly? No, his purpose was to become an inventor, to come up with this invention so he could fly, and we all fly. See, Sometimes God will make you successful so you can become successful so you can turn around and teach other people how to become successful. God saved people so you can turn around and tell other people how wonderful it is to be saved. You see how this thing works? That's what we have to do as people. And it's nothing that we have to go and discover. We have to go and develop it. But if you haven't discovered your purpose, it's simply because, here's it, if you haven't discovered your purpose, it's simply because you have not contacted the creator and maker of your soul to ask and find out why you were created. It's as simple as that. If you buy a Toyota, there's an owner's manual on the inside that will tell you everything you know how to best operate your Toyota, how to make it work, How how what to do. They got a troubleshooting section. Your faith is the same thing as an owner's manual in your car. Open up that book, man. Find out how to jumpstart your life, how to troubleshoot it, and get on with your life and find out your purpose and develop a strong sense of purpose. All right? Okay.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is in full effect. We are rolling this morning uh, as usual and for the remainder of the year. I feel like I owe it to this man for all that he has done for the music industry. Roscoe Wallace, one of the greatest lounge singers of all time, is enthralled, caught up, spinning, out of control with this $3 trillion lawsuit of the entire music industry. Today we'll find another hit that's involved in the lawsuit that's further proof that he is the greatest songwriter, curator of music of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, my dog, the legend, Ross Sko Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, your intro, you know what I'm saying, Steve? You're the greatest bringer i ever seen. <laughs>
4: bring her out, her. bring her out, her. Bring him
2: out, bring him out. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, let me tell you though, boy, you did that little whole, whole other thing you did. You know, you did the introduction to Christ that time. That's the only thing I ain't suing somebody for, because I was with you when you wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't
5: suing him for that one. That boy
2: showing sure her how to introduce. What up, Tommy?
4: What's going on, Roscoe?
2: <laughs> hey, now, baby, Julia. My Roscoe,
5: my
4: hero, you know it. Hey, what's up, Shirley Strawberry, baby girl. <laughs> uh, hello,
2: Roscoe. How are you? Colin, I know, mm. I know how you feel about it. what's going on, Carla <laughs> For
0: what's going on, Roscoe? What's happening? Ain't nothing
2: Mississippi. You know, I'm just here to inform you of all that I'm doing right now in music. I'm gonna make this one short and sweet. Okay. I'm um, mm-hmm. also uh, bringing in one of the great groups into this lawsuit. I'm suing all nine of the Commodores.
1: <laughs> all <laughs> nine of uh, uh, the Commodores. Uh,
2: uh, uh, uh. Why? Lionel, that big ad boy with them big glasses on, I don't even know his name. <laughs> all of them, all nine of them, the ones that didn't matter, you know, tried to lead Lionel and came up with nitrate, all of them, one, mm-hmm. two. Oh, she's a brick house. <laughs> Hey, she's mighty, mighty, just letting it all hang out. Oh, she's a brick, you know what she is, come on now. House made out of concrete, Uh -uh. she's the one, only one. Built from a whole lot of fun, she knows she's got everything. Come on, Roscoe. And a woman needs to do what with it, Roscoe? Please, man. Uh, Ah, 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 how can she lose? With the stuff she used. It ain't got no to do with you, Monica. 36, 24, 36. What a winning hand. Brick out yeah. <laughs> Oh, Roscoe. Boy, what one of my great hits right
4: there. Killed that, Roscoe. Oh, Roscoe, man, oh, man, oh, man. Do you think you're going to have to take the witness stand, Roscoe? Yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to take the stand. yeah.
2: I'm going to do just like that little white boy Kyle Rittenhauser did. I'm going to go up there and start crying. Because obviously that <laughs> seems to work now in this crazy-ass oh, judicial system. <laughs> That's oh, what I'm going to do. Come uh, on. He got away. I know good hell well. I'm going to get something. Three trillion? <laughs> Give me one trillion. I'll go home sit down. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Roscoe.
6: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Roscoe. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, Run That Prank back with the nephew...
3: Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All
6: right, guys, it is time for Run That Prank Back with the Nephew. What do you have for us today, nephew? Carol,
4: I'm about to cry like I never cried before. But it's all for the prank. It's all for the prank. Your son and my daughter. Let's go, Cat Dog. Watch me cry.
7: Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Darren's. Darren's father. Is this Darren's father? Yes, it's Darren Singer. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm i calling you. L- Lashonda is my daughter. She goes to college up there with your son. Uh huh. And the, I'm getting the word I got a few minutes ago was that the, the two of them then run off and then got married together. I don't what? know what 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 make them run off and get married like Wait. that. Wait, 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 wait. Where'd you hear this from? I just got a phone call from one of the kids at the school saying that they didn't, that this the girl that grew up with it, went to, grew up with all-two-grade school. She called and said LaShonda and Darren then ran off and got married together. And they done, they, they say they done it yesterday or something. Wait, now. wait, 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 wait. My son ain't, my son ain't, i talked to him, uh, about three days ago, and he, he ain't done nothing like that, I know. So, they uh, said they did it yesterday. I've been calling Lashonda and calling. Her. Ain't nobody picking up. And I call her, the, the, the boy. They give me the boy phone number, and I call him, and ain't nobody picking up and answering nothing. It,
1: just, uh, it, it
7: ain't like my baby girl do like it. nothing uh, Nothing well, like this here. Well, it's not like my son to do nothing like that without talking to me first. So uh, let me call down there and talk to Darren and, uh, I can't. Give me your number, and I'll I'll call you back. I'm going down there to that school myself. I'm going to find both of them. Now, I'm going to call you to let you know this. Now, if I find out that my baby girl then ran off and got married because she done got pregnant, I'm, I promise you I'm going to do something to that boy of yours if he got my baby pregnant. You hear me? Wait a minute, now. Wait a minute, now. You're not going to do nothing to my son. Now, he I, I I understand about your daughter. That's my son now. You're not going down and put your hands on my son. If
3: he, if he got my
7: baby, if he got me, that's my only baby I got. That's it. Well, well, I understand that's your only baby, but that's that's my only son. If you're talking that's, about going to put your hands on him, you're going to have a problem. If he, if he got my baby pregnant, your son Darren going, I'm going to beat his what, I mean that. I mean what, it. What, what, what's your name again? What's your they, name? Dylan, my name. You hear me? And who is my baby? What's, what's your name? Who's your name? Dillard. D-I-L-L-A-D. Okay. Uh, I know how to spell your damn name. Look here, Mr. Dillard. Uh, You're not going to put your hands on my son. God, my baby's pregnant, I, I am. And, it's it, it, and that's the only reason I can see her doing something like that, because I, I told her years and years and years, you don't make no baby. You don't make no baby and not be married. You don't do it. Hey. And, and she, it, if she went no, off Mr. and got Dillon. married, that means she tried to make it right. That's what she did. Mr. Dillon, Mr. Dillon, listen to me now. I understand that's your daughter. i <laughs> if she's pregnant or whatever, but let me talk to my son before you go down there trying try to do something crazy, okay? Let me tell you something. <laughs> your son didn't coerce my baby girl into getting married and he got her pregnant. I know what's going on. I know what it is. My, now, <laughs> but, my son... My son ain't done nothing to your daughter. Let me call down there and talk to him before you talk about going down there and putting your hands on somebody. I told my baby, I told him, leave him the little thugs alone. He ain't nothing but a thug. I told him, Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't be accusing my son of being no damn thug now. What what kind of man run off and get mad at the age of 20 and ain't talk to the parents for nobody? What make him do something like that? (laughs) Well, you talking about, I told you my son ain't done nothing to get well, how did you raise him? How did you raise him? You tell you didn't raise him right. Wait a minute now. What the hell are you talking to? I'm, I'm talking to you. If my baby's pregnant, I'm gonna beat your boy. And if you done that, you gonna get your so out, too. Hold on, my oh, oh, who the you think you talking to? I'm talking to you. You don't think I'm talking to you. Hold, 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 man. You do put your hands on nobody. You put your hands on my, so you have a clap. You understand me? That's my son. My now, I understand baby baby. about your daughter. But that's my son. My baby. pregnant. My Hey, man. Hey, I, hey, that's my son you talking about putting your hands on. you going to have a problem with me. If my baby pregnant, I promise you, she ain't going to never know her daddy because I'm going to do something to that boy. You hey hear man, me? man, that's the last time I want you to see you going to send to my son now. Now you go uh, sit on down, gather yourself, and and, and, and uh, relax for a minute. Let me call myself son, and I, I'll get back to you. Because I got be something up. else I need to tell you. What What's that, man? What else you got? I to got something, something else before I go out of that school and get the whooping I want you to know one thing before I get off this phone. What is it, man? Is you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. This. <laughs> his nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Mister <laughs> Darren? You just got pranked by your son, Darren Jr. <laughs> oh my goodness! That boy, <laughs> that boy got better sense than me. The- <laughs> no, I got high blood pressure. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Wait, I call his mom to tell done wasting <laughs> my time fooling <laughs> me. I got to ask you, man, what is what is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest
0: radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: <laughs> Viola Davis would have been proud right there. She'd have been proud of me right there now.
0: Oh, with all that crime?
4: Yeah. You know, now I ain't learned how to blow a bubble out my nose yet, but I, when I get there... Man, are, you, are, you, are you
2: putting yourself... Excuse me one second. Are you putting uh, yourself in the category of Viola Davis now? your prayer. I
4: yeah. ah, damn sure I am. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You didn't understand table. that? Huh. All right. Hot. Welcome wait, to wait, the wait.
2: Thomas Miles praise and worship, Service. <laughs> <laughs>
5: wow.
4: You know, Ola. I <laughs> have to pat myself on the back because y'all don't. I have, yeah. I have to. I have can't to. I can't believe
5: one can make it back there. We always
2: give you love. <laughs> I don't know how you going to get your hand how back
4: Why and give Hate hands so much, Shirley. He just be hate. Just hate.
2: I'll just be calling it out as I see it.
4: And it's hate. You call your hate Now out. you Viola Davis. Now. We
2: gotta be go. There. Coming
6: up next, Ask the CLO with our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening
3: to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have national news with Miss Ann Tripp and... In today's entertainment news, legendary Carla, I know you know this legendary music mogul L.A. Reed has suggested that Beyonce and Mariah compete in a versus battle. Child. Interesting. Stop. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> a, very and, interesting. Right? And the 2021 Forbes list of most influential women is out right now it is time for our chief love officer to answer some love questions from you. This one's from Donnie in Lexington. Donnie says, my mother and I own a rental home in a not so good part of town and she's letting one of her old male friends stay in the house and isn't charging him the full rent. I think he's a bootlegger because there's a stash of liquor in the basement and I have watched people come and go from there. I told my mom it's time to sell the property and she got upset. I suspect she might be part of his underground enterprise. How do I go against my mom?
2: You can't, you can't. It's probably your mama's house. I don't know how it worked, how y'all bought it. I don't really understand that, but your mama is involved in the bootleg operation. It's been going on in the hood for years, son. Uh, has nothing to do with you. Go sit your ass down somewhere. And the reason she's getting this half rent is because she getting half of the proceeds coming up out that basement. Now, unless you going to start running moonshine, your ass ain't got nothing to do with this. Now, you take your little young ass to college and get you an education and stay out of grown folks' business. Next question.
6: All right. right. Gina (laughs) in Queen says. Your mama's a
2: bootlegger, yes.
6: (laughs) She might be running
2: numbers too, so you might want to look into that.
6: (laughs) Gina in Queen says I'm a 37 year old woman and I braid hair for a living. I have a 47 year old boyfriend that works as a restaurant manager. He referred one of his waitresses to get her hair done and she paid me in cash $210. When she was leaving, she said she was going to thank my man for getting her hair done. I called him and asked him if he paid for it, and he denied it. I don't know who to believe, and I want to beat them both. Why would she lie about it? Mm.
2: Well, what did she lie about? I don't think that she... Well, she said she going to go in for getting her hair done. Could she have been saying, I want to thank... Uh, your man for sending me over here to get my hair done because you did such a wonderful job. She mm-hmm. paid, paid she in
6: cash.
2: She paid in cash. And
6: she, yeah, and she yeah. thinks her man supplied the money for it, paid for it.
2: Well, you know there are some stupid men in this world. Yeah, he um,
6: denied it. He said he did. Well, maybe it's right
0: what you said, Steve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe
2: that's I mean right. it could be I just want to yeah. thank him for uh, sending me over here man you did such a great job I, I don't know if cash meant that he gave it to her right. you mm-hmm. know he just recommended that she go what she looked like
4: <laughs> you know that's a <laughs> last you know, her last time doing a hair though that's right. her last time oh yeah that ain't
2: gonna happen yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> the last time doing hair you can believe that but you got $210 cash what you want now you either in hair braiding business or you ain't <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know she was throwing shade, though the girl that got
2: hit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why you sent her over there to your woman if you doing something is beyond stupidity to me.
5: <laughs> All the place you could have sent her.
4: Uh, oh, wow. A whole lot of people d- could braid hair. I wonder she <laughs> didn't pull it out once she said that. You could pull them braid right on back out of there. <laughs>
2: Mm, nah, she no, she paid, oh. was walking out the door. Oh. Well, she had to cheat you think you're going to take some braids out of woman's hair after she just had them done, sat there for hours? I got a whole nother news for you. Yeah, that's that's a whole nother strawberry letter, then. <laughs> <That's>
5: <laughs> she my snatched hair. my braid. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah.
0: That's the subject, Jimmy. <laughs> All
6: right, moving on. Mika in Fayetteville says, I'm a 50-year-old divorced woman, and I'm still having sex with my ex-husband. He is remarried, but his wife doesn't enjoy sex as much as I do, so we have an arrangement. He said it's getting too expensive, and he wants to pay me a flat rate monthly instead of each time he visits. I told him he could get it free if he left his wife and came back to me. He hasn't called me in a few days. Is he considering it, or did I run him off for good?
2: No, you ran him off. (laughs) You ran him off. He's your ex for a reason. He wants you for what he got you for, not for nothing else. You too much with the rest of it. You just too much. It's too much with you. But if I can just come over here, now he want a flat rate. So now you're not really having sex with your ex-husband. You are the owner and operator of a brothel, And now you won't <laughs> And you think he's really considering to move back into the brothel, but if he moved back into the brothel, it don't just be brothel duties being performed. You talking and worrying him about other stuff. So, lady, and, and then you gotta remember why you all became uh, divorced and exes in the first place. And I'm pretty sure it would have something to do with that other wife he got.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: How much is she charging him monthly, dog?
4: What is this cost? I don't know,
2: but he want a flat rate, though.
4: Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah.
2: Just a monthly rate, and he won't come over. He won't like put it on salary. Yeah. yeah. I just put you on salary. Then when I come over, if I come over four five times, that's the same as two.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. He want a salaried employee. They don't do that at the brothels. They don't have packages at the brothel, I don't think. I'm pretty sure it's a, a pay-as-you-go.
1: A la carte. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A la carte.
6: <laughs> All right, moving on to Danny in Baltimore. Danny says, I'm 28 years old, and my boyfriend and I have been together for six years. I've been messing around on him, and I think it's time for us to break up because he never talks about us having a future together. When I try to leave him, he cries and has an attitude for days. I hate to upset him, but I don't want a crybaby man that doesn't have a five-year plan. Do I cut Ah. him off cold turkey, or do I talk to him in person, let him cry, and then leave him? Ma'am,
2: why did you write us? (laughs) Uh, Danny, why did you write us? You don't want this man. He's a damn crybaby. You've been sleeping around on him for six years. You obviously want to sleep around more than you want him. You don't want him upset because you're a nice person, but you're a nice person with tricky ways. There are a lot of people like you, Danny. It's okay. Just go on about your business. You just look, we through, that's it. Let him cry and go on and do what you've been doing. Next question, Shirley. We're not dealing with Danny no more.
0: (laughs) That's it. That's all. That's all we have. (laughs) Shut your
2: crying ass up.
6: (laughs) What's he He crying He can cry now. (laughs) Don't leave
2: me, Jenny. <laughs> I don't want to sit here with all this crime. These other people I'm seeing don't do all that crime.
4: We were meant to be. We were
2: Did you hear what I said? These other people I'm seeing don't do all that crying.
6: This is I just care about it. Shut you somebody.
2: your punk ass up.
6: That's why she's cheating.
2: Don't nobody wants you. I love hey. you,
6: Jenny. Oh. So
2: sensitive. All right, up.
6: coming up, thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some national news with Miss Ann and some entertainment news right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: All right, Carla, time for Carla's music news. What you got, girl?
0: All right, so we all know the legend, L.A. Reed, you know, music producer from back in the day, babyface, L.A. Reed, y'all know the duo. Well, he's trending after he pushed for a versus battle. He suggested this between, get this, Beyonce and Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. So L.A. Reid, he was on the talk show The Real, and uh, he said these two musical giants would be ideal opponents for the versus battle. Mariah Carey versus Beyonce, he said, bring that on. Come on, man, the fans... The hits. I don't know, guys. Divas. That's two different styles, yeah, ain't
6: it? Exactly. Um, together styles
0: and era, yeah. I would think, yeah. too. It's, it's, I would think it's, it's two different eras, though, but I don't know. Who do you guys think who would win? Steve? I mean,
3: I would watch it.
0: Would yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah,
2: but. Uh, I, I can't imagine them doing it to begin with mm-hmm. uh, because they're both so iconic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and both still very relevant. I don't know, and then, uh, I just can't imagine Mariah sitting there and staying composed uh, because without-
0: Because, meaning what cause you mean? Just knowing her
2: personality, I don't know her like extremely well, but I've been around mm-hmm. enough times. I just, I can't imagine, she doesn't have that type of personality. I can cause when Beyonce starts, Throwing down some of them heaters, come on. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna register on mm. Mariah's face a little bit too crazy, quick. right <laughs>
0: now. She, oh, so she ain't gonna be able to play it off. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> well,
2: shoot, oh, It'd be uh-uh. like that time we was backstage at the Apollo with the uh, tribute to the uh, Apollo was doing a tribute to uh, Patti LaBelle, and uh-huh. uh, Mariah was next to go out, and yeah. Prince walked in the back door. And Prince came up to me and said, Steve, I just want to go out and just do something real quick, man. I ain't going to stay. But the whole backstage was lit up. Prince walked in. Well, Mariah was next. Mariah looked and saw Prince and said, oh, Lord. Oh, wait a minute. Jesus, Prince is here. I need some more hair. I need some more makeup.
0: I need some he more did, sparkles. Huh? <laughs> go get my
2: team. I mean, I but it was Prince. I understood
0: it. Right, legend. And all. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. So I can't imagine her sitting there, cause Mariah's had some gigantic
0: hits. Yeah. yeah. But and, and, dog- and some people Beyonce say Beyonce, came out, you know, and sold me. put some speck on Mariah's name, cause Mariah, you know, the like I said, to me, it's two different eras for them to battle. So, yeah, uh, yeah the styles are different. So, but those are two giants right there. Just like L. A. Reid said, he's in the music business. So there you go. We'll see. All right, L.A., if
4: you think so.
0: (laughs) Uh, I mean, I would definitely watch it, but uh, I
6: don't know. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. The culture will win again, for
6: sure. Yeah, Yeah, and and it's hard to choose between the two of them as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. we're having problems choosing right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) All right. So for, for nearly two decades, Forbes magazine has ranked the world's most powerful women, speaking of women, based on female leadership among CEOs, politicians, media personalities, and entertainers. Oprah is the highest among the female entertainers at number three. Then you got Rihanna at number 68, Beyonce 76, Ava DuVernay at 80, and Serena Williams at 85. So we want to say congratulations to these powerful, Ooh. powerful women. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce your 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 best friend. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Here
8: he is, Jay Anthony Brown. He just got here. No, 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 no. You're going to do better than that. We've been friends for way too long. Put some put some sauce in that. Put some sauce on my name. Some sauce on my name. Ladies and there gentlemen, you thank you.
2: Without further ado, uh-huh. the living myth. And uh-huh. legend, uh-huh. that damn Jay Anthony, uh-huh. the Brown.
8: Okay, can we just run that every week? Because I know I'm not going to be able to get you, you to say do that, that you every not week. You're not getting that ever again. <laughs> like, again, okay, yeah. Okay. Hey, Dave, okay. save that because that's it. <laughs> Dave, mark that and save that, okay? Because, All right, here we go. What's in the mind of yours truly, J. Anthony Brown? It is the holidays. I'm talking to the grandparents. I'm talking to the aunts, the uncles. To aunties, the older people who are buying gifts for these kids probably the very first time. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of us will give cash. That's cool. And a lot of us don't know what to buy. I don't know what to buy, but I know what not to buy. I okay. know what you shouldn't try to give a child because they ain't going to want it. If your ass is wrapping up a yo-yo right now, stop <laughs> what you're doing, okay? Stop it. Don't nobody, stop it, don't nobody want a damn yo-yo, okay? Nobody wants that. If you went out and purchased a hula hoop with good intentions, a (laughs) hula hoop, they're going to know what the hell it is as soon as you wrap that damn thing up and they don't want it, okay? You can keep all these old-ass board games, Sorry, Monopoly, (laughs) operation. Yeah. Don't yeah. nobody want them damn games, okay? No. Think about it. When the last time your ass played Monopoly? <laughs> you ain't played long. It in a long damn time. Why kind of would wow. you give it to the child? And here's something very important. Don't make a damn thing. Don't make any, make. if you're knitting, <laughs> like knit one, purl two, knit one, purl two, knit one. Stop knitting. Don't nobody <laughs> want them thick-ass, them mittens. Don't nobody <laughs> want that thick-ass sweater and that <laughs> scarf around the neck and you get a cramp in your damn neck. Don't nobody want that. Stop knitting. Stop. Right now. Don't bake a damn thing to send. Oh Those things don't hold up in the mail. And last but not least, if you're building a dollhouse, Damn it, stop it. Stop right now. You built a 700 pound dog house. It ain't got no floors in it. The ceiling is like so high, all you got is stuff down on the bottom. The windows are way at the top. Don't no child want that. Stop building, okay? These are my holiday tips. Don't build a damn thing. It's a dog house. That's what you're building a damn dog house. I'm done. I'm finished.
6: (laughs) All right. Uh, Thank you, Jay. Merry Christmas. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour. Tiger Woods is returning to the golf course next week. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Junior, you have some contest information for us. What you got?
5: I sure do, Shirley. The Steve Harvey Morning Show and Walmart Family Mobile want to help you pay your holiday bills this year. Enter for a chance to win a high-end smartphone, six months of Walmart Family Mobile service, plus $2,500 cash. That's right, $2,500 cash. Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. All thanks to Walmart Family Mobile. Get a Walmart Family Mobile unlimited plan starting less than $25 a month. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. There is your contest info, Shirley.
6: All right, thank you. I needed that, Junior. Uh, Moving on, uh, Tiger Woods is planning to make his return to golf. Uh, This will be in a $1 million tournament. He's going to play with his son, Charlie. The duo will play at the PNC Championship at the Ritz-Carlton Golf Club in Orlando Grand Lakes. That is next week the tournament is december 16th through the 19th i didn't even think he was ready yet but wow this will be the first time tiger has competed on the course since he broke his leg in that car crash back in february of this year tiger has made huge strides in his recovery and he's ready to compete in a recent interview for golf digest tiger commented although it's been a long and challenging year i am very excited to close it out by competing in the PNC Championship with my son, Charlie, I'm playing as a dad and couldn't be more excited and proud. The PNC Championship is a 36-hole event that pits wow. Tiger and his son against some of the biggest names in golf, including John Daly, Justin Thomas, and Bubba Watson. Tiger and Charlie competed in the event last year, finishing in seventh place. What so think? is this like a fun tournament?
4: Yeah. 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 It's kind of like up there with I mean, the exhibition, no. something
2: like that. Yeah, you know, kind of like the father-son thing. Mm-hmm. You know,
5: it's, it's these players trend. play with them. Most
2: of these is pros playing with their dads. Oh. Tiger was the only one, the only one had his son out there.
5: Man, that is- but
2: His, his little boy, hit the ball. act just like him. Yeah, Walk just like him, oh. all the mannerisms, all the pictures of them standing next to the green. Oh. That boy right there, man. And that little dude can golf his ball. If I had his game right now, I'd be talking so much trash.
5: <laughs> I think that's pretty cool, man. You get to play with your dad for a million dollars in a tournament, man. That's cool. Yeah. Man, I, I'm mad at my dad. I got to talk to him. Uh, what? I'm going to talk to my daddy Because all we played in was a free pickup game and lost that. I'm not... I'm not understanding
4: how <laughs> how his son get to play for a
5: million dollars, and me and my dad lost a pickup basketball game for free.
4: <laughs> Hold one your one man. <laughs> That's good. It's gonna be good to watch Tiger swing the club, though. Yeah. That's gonna be. It good.
6: is. Yeah. Do your son play Steve? I know you and Tommy play together. Winton does.
3: Together
4: play. That boy has
3: oh, no man. fat on
4: him.
2: He's Winton. Oof. He got his he, so he got, his speed. He got speed. a hell of a swing, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do, man. If, if he played more often, mm-hmm. but it's up to him. He's 24. He'll figure it out. Yeah.
6: And and how's Tommy as a golfer? You guys played together in Dubai in your tournament. You know,
2: man, we had a good time. We were not bad, though. You know? Mm-hmm. Tommy hit some good shots. Then he hit some stuff you couldn't believe. I hit some good shots. Then I hit some stuff you couldn't believe. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't play well.
4: Oh, that in, day, in Dubai. that, that doggone Ahmad Rashad place. was hitting that ball, man. And he
2: was, on he your was Yeah, team we took too, second right? place because yeah. of Ahmad Rashad. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he kept us in it, boy. He kept us in <laughs> it. You know, Tom, Tom, Tommy made some critical putts mm-hmm. on the green. You know, mm-hmm. I made some good chips from around the green that kept us in it. I made a couple of good putts. They only took one of my drives. You know. Mm. That's cause everybody else was out of bounds.
5: <laughs> as long as y'all stayed in bounds, we had a good shot at it.
2: Well, you know oh, that no, you want to play the play the nicest shot. So you know, I had a couple shots that they took and kept, but it was interesting, man. It was it, it was. It, 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 mm-hmm. We had a fun day, man. I enjoyed. Who was at
4: that, that one again? huh? Acon
2: and. Akon and uh.
6: <laughs> Young G. See <laughs> and that was his first Boy. time ever playing right <laughs> all right all right we're moving on coming up next it is the nephew and the prank phone call for today right after this
3: you're listening, listening to the listening, steve harvey morning show
6: coming up at the top of the hour right about four minutes after it's my strawberry letter for today the subject <laughs> this makes me laugh for some reason i don't like his features Okay, I I don't (laughs) don't like his feature.
2: Here we go. Mm.
6: (laughs) This is not about you.
2: Yeah, well, I'm the only one who seemed to have heard that one before. (laughs) Sounds oh so familiar to me.
6: (laughs) All right, well, we'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, it is time for the nephew and (laughs) the prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff?
4: Well, before I give you the title, I just want to ask everybody, have you ever left your draw? Have you ever done it? Oh. Yes. Yes. Man, okay. Let me say Junior, you yeah, ever nice. left your drawers? Yes.
5: Yeah. Boy, does not bring that up. They might be listening.
2: <laughs> Uncle Steve, I'm pretty, have you ever? I'm pretty sure they're not listening. Yes. Yes. On purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, well, more he, On purpose. Did he answer
6: quietly? <laughs> yes, did you leave in yes, a
2: rush? I've <laughs> left in a rush. I have left him on purpose. I've left yeah. him because don't if I need to see this. Yeah. yeah,
1: he got
4: a lot of reasons.
1: I
2: took some drawers off and threw them out the window one time on the way home.
4: <laughs> now, ladies, <sighs> what? Well, I, well, you know, you know, I can't, I, I can't ask ladies this. I'm trying to remember yes, yes. employee wise what you can and can't do. Never mind. Let's just run the damn prank. I'm that sorry. Is, Let's just right. run the prank. Just, <laughs> what you Let's can't, just. Can't do. The title is He left his draw. Cat dog, if you would, draws up. Let's go. Hello. Uh, yes, uh, Mister. Yes.
9: Hey, this is the doorman, Mark, uh, of your building. Okay. I have a mistress in here who uh, is trying to get buzzed up to your unit. Are you Are you at home right now, sir? No, 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 sir. I'm not. A Who? Yeah. Uh, a Mister. Um. Uh, okay. What did you say? I'm sorry. What did you say again? Mister. And he wants to be buzzed up. Supposedly, he left some articles in the room. Or in your unit a couple of days ago? And,
10: uh, I was out of town a couple of days ago. What day are we talking about?
9: Uh, so, what days was you actually in? He uh, said Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. He, he was there all three days? You guys let him
10: into my apartment for three days? He was in my place? For no, three no
9: days uh, Mr. Ch- we don't let anybody in unless someone in the unit allows them to be buzzed up. That's the rules here of the building. So we definitely didn't do anything out of character. So who we let didn't... him in? Who buzzed him in then? Sir, I hate to say it, but I'm assuming your wife must have buzzed him up.
10: What you mean? My wife was not there three days ago. She was on a business trip. She was not at the apartment three days ago.
9: No, sir, your wife was here. I've actually seen your wife come in and out. Okay, the dude is there right now. He's downstairs. He's here right now with me, sir. What did he leave him Place. Okay, one second, Mr. <laughs> Hang on. What, what did you actually leave in Mr. A pair of pants, underwear, Hello. and what And what else? He says he left Under- uh, a pair of pants, some underwear, and a toothbrush, sir. God. Mr. Hill. Hill.
10: he's there right now. Let me talk to him. Put him on the
9: phone. Let me talk to him. Uh, you know what, Mr. I mean, right now, we're listening to you and I rate the way you sound. I don't want to put this guy on the phone. Mark, if you want to keep your job at the building you're gonna put him on the phone
10: now this is <laughs> sir yeah. sorry
9: he, he's actually leaving out of the building now he's no uh, no
10: what the would you he's walking
9: he's walking i don't I know i you to put him on
10: the phone what the is your problem
9: <laughs> you got video surveillance right you got video footage of everybody that comes in and out of the building right um, uh, yes, sir, but you know, if, if nothing occurs, we, I think we should have footage that goes back at least two weeks, so we should be able to pull some things up for you, sir. Yeah,
10: I'm going to need you to get that, and I need it sent over to me right now. I'm at my work email. I need it today. Because this is some b- you Let some b- in my apartment, and, 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 and this is uh, some sir, Hang, b- hang on, in Mr., talk
9: Mr., Mr. Talk? Mr., Like, what kind of Mr.
10: nincompoop are you? What kind of imbecile hey,
9: hey, are you? Hey, hey, sir, Mr. Mr. Th- 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 hang th- 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 on th- a second. What? All right, well, le- 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 please, hear me out, sir. Hear me out. I haven't, we haven't just let someone in. Someone in your unit buzzed someone up. We didn't just let anyone up. Now, I know you don't want to hear it, but I'm assuming your wife buzzed this guy just sent up. We didn't do that. You shut f- up and get me what the f- I asked you for, and then we're done, okay? Well, well, you know, you're saying I have a problem. Maybe you have a problem pleasing your wife, and that's why she's buzzing other people up her Oh, you, the f- think okay, you, talking, you talking to me like that? You, f- sir,
10: you're being disrespectful f- to me as well, sir. No no, 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 no. The disrespectful is you coming and letting people come up in my building that you know is not. I haven't you know, let, let anybody here. up here. I
9: can't stop your wife from doing what she's doing. You let somebody in my, you're building, taking, in my You're taking out on me and, and what you should be saying to your wife. Somebody that's got a dress up all the time and always buzzing somebody up to the room when you're gone. That's you know what you I mean? need to. Be.
10: Mr. Doorman, Mr. You, you You know what? I'm the only around here busting my ass take care of down there. I'm over here working right now to pay for that
9: so that your got a job. Well, you might be handling oh, your business, you but you're not. You're not handling your business at home. That's why she keep buzzing people up, sir. You know what? Well, the business I'ma handle when I get home today is your well, mother. What's Mr. Doorman? Mr. Doorman. Your your wife has been, hey, sir. You're gonna quit calling me the doorman, okay? You aren't a gonna... f- doorman. What's your mother f- position, huh? What the f- do you do for a
10: living? I'm a doorman. Open the f- doors, and thank you, Mister f- Doorman. Matter of fact, I'm gonna stop
9: calling you Mister Doorman because that's giving you too much f- respect. Okay. Uh, if you, you know, if you if you stop Tommy from going up to your room, you'll be fine. Yeah. Who the f- Tommy? Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife got me to prank phone call you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <This some laughs>
10: y'all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> y'all <your laughs> about to get <laughs> <laughs> Oh! You're you you know I mean, my job t- cussing. <laughs> this is my <laughs> job, man. This is not <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> you don't know the that was going through my head. That she was about to get it. Y'all was, everybody was about to get it. Get it.
9: <laughs> hey man, I gotta ask you, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Man, gotta be the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Got to be. <laughs> Got to be. <laughs> and who is Come the on, most man. ignorant on that show? Got to be me. Yes.
8: Facts. How'd y'all yeah, feel shoot. about that?
4: Okay. Mr. Doorman, okay.
2: Uh-huh. Excuse me, let me ask you a question. Am I back in time for the praise and worship service? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I say it's time. Right yes, on time. Time. you are. Baby, time. Right
0: on cue. So right on cue.
4: Right, <laughs> right, <on> <laughs>
2: right He's <here>. the greatest <laughs> of all time. Come on, come on boy. <laughs> he's the greatest of all time thank you thank you oh you thought what you think but you know he's the king of pranks and i know he's the greatest of all time
4: thank you thank you sir all right (laughs) love it and the greatest of all time is hooking up with some of the greatest, far greater than me. New Year's Eve, or it's New Year's Comedy Live Fest. Earthquake, Eddie Griffin, Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley, and hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. It jumps off Chicago, Illinois, December the 30th, baby. You do not want to miss it. Washington, D.C. on the 1st, Atlanta, Georgia on January 2nd. Tickets available at all Ticketmaster outlets, or you can go to the box office, any one of these arenas, and get yourself... Some tickets to watch ignorance at its best. Did you hear that line of Eddie Griffin, Theo Hubley, Earthquake, the entertainer, hosted by the fool, the prank master himself, Ned. Time. Oh my God! I'm in beast mode, baby. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Mm hmm. A continuation.
5: This is what it, of it is. I,
4: mean, I was just waiting for praise and I worship. i gonna say nothing. <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'll in go beast mode, baby.
5: I'm in beast mode, baby.
4: <laughs> Give it to me.
5: Show sure right, man. You is, boy.
6: All right, nephew. <laughs> what? what I, did that I, I say next. something wrong, sir? <laughs> Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. The subject is, I don't like his features, and it's not about Steve. And we'll get back into it. We'll get Ooh. into it right
3: after this. Razor cut. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: All right, it's time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it
4: could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it
6: is, the Strawberry Letter. All right, thank you, nephew. Subject, I don't like his features, okay? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 41 year old beautiful woman with a lot going for myself. I modeled underwear when I was in my 20s and I still have the body to prove it. When I usually meet men, it's because they comment on my body or my looks. I finally met this great guy that isn't shallow and he's taking his time to get to know me. He's 44 years old and he's 6'4 with big brown eyes. He's not my usual type because he's not that handsome, but I decided to try something different. Kissing him at first was awkward because he has a long pointed nose, but I learned how to work around it. We discussed hygiene early on and he must have heard me loud and clear because he started to groom his beard and his mustache better. Um, he He wears baggy sweats a lot and when he's When he's out and about. When we go out, he's in jeans and a long button-down, a button-front shirt. I told him he dresses like a teenager, and he said that I could not change everything about him, so I let it go. Then I realized why he dresses like that, and I was disgusted. After six long months of dating, six months of dating, we went on an anniversary trip, and I decided this was the perfect time to have sex for the first time. I had never seen him with his shirt off or anything. When he took off his baggy sweats, all I saw was hips and a big booty. He has a six-pack, small waist, and hips curvier than mine. I could tell he was ashamed, so I tried to act like it wasn't a big deal. It was so hard to be intimate with him, and he could tell that my vibe was off. The facial features are fine, but the hips and booty sent me over the edge. I already know that my girls are going to flip out if they find out. I know nobody's perfect, but this is a lot. Would I be shallow to dump him because of his features? Well, you know, it it is, it is shallow. It it is a bit shallow for you to do that. I, I mean, but we all like what we like and, Obviously, we don't like what we don't like, and you don't like hips and a butt on a man, and, and that does sound a little shallow. <laughs> it is what you like, though, because first you're talking about how beautiful you are and how your body is great, and how the men, you know, talk about your 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 body and your your looks and all of that, and, and you know, then you talk about how unattractive he is or he's not your type because he's not a, he's not handsome. Um, well, that's okay. It's just that if this is a good guy who treats you well, he's clean, he's smart, he's kind. uh, Don't don't throw him out just because you don't like his hips and butt. I I don't know. Uh, And and you're right, men aren't supposed to have hips and butt. We are, but there are exceptions to every rule. I mean, is he a good guy? Does he treat you well? Do you you know how does he make you feel? All of that. You know, do you see a future with him? Then you know you decide if you wanna stay with him. If you absolutely can't deal with this man and these curvy hips and this butt, then you gotta move on. That's just it. You know? You gotta gotta move move on. on. What can I tell you? If you don't like him, get out of there.
11: You gotta move on. You gotta (laughs) say hips and butt. Surely what?
2: (laughs) You sounded totally uncomfortable dealing with this letter. (laughs) Because you don't like to hurt and insult. And I've known that about you for years, a wonderful, kind characteristic that you have. And you don't that. I, on the other hand, ain't got no problem with either one of those. So now I have to ask you a couple of questions about this letter because I'm not sure.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. When a woman says a man has hips, exactly what does she mean by that?
6: You know how a woman has hips, how a woman is that, No, I don't,
2: explain it to me.
6: A woman she, has a small just took... waist, small waistline. You know, she
2: has that silhouette, uh-huh. small waist
6: and yeah. curvy hips. Yeah, Coke bottle. Uh, huh? Yeah, Coke, right. Coca-Cola bottle. Yeah, Coke bottle right. figure, yeah. right. Well, that's kind of what she's saying about him. He has curvy hips and a big butt, that's what he, she says. He
2: got a flat stomach and a six pack.
6: And a small waist. But he
2: got curvy hips and a big butt. She said, yeah, they're curvier than hers. All right, I got it. Let's go with the letter. Here I go. <laughs> Just needed some <laughs> clarity on it.
6: <laughs>
2: all right, here we go. Now, this 41-year-old beautiful woman got a lot going on. Used to be an underwear model. She's fine. Let us get that out the way. She fine. She 41. She's still fine. Got it, want it, believe it, all that. Now, you meet men, they talk about your looks and your beauty. I believe that. The lady ain't lying. But uh, she been taking this time to get this guy that's really trying to get to know her. He's 44, 6'4", big brown eyes, you know what I'm saying? But he's usually not that type. Now, let's go back to the title of the letter. I don't like his features. I was told in the ninth grade by Annette Bill the reason she wasn't going to the uh, junior prom with me was because she didn't like my facial features that scarred me deeply for a large portion of my life. And as you can tell, it still comes back every now and then. So initially with the sound of this letter, I was immediately defensive. Because, oh, here this Heffernan found her way to my radio show now. <laughs> now, she still ain't Let liking me in facial features. I thought it was Annette Bibbs who wrote this letter. What well, it could be because she was fine there. She might still be fine. Anyway, <laughs> I'm talking this lowdown Heffernan found her way to my radio show <laughs> to remind me again. Mm. Oh, Lord. <laughs>
6: hang on a uh, part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour today's strawberry letter subject. I don't like his features. We'll get into it back into it right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve
6: Harvey morning show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter subject. I don't like his features.
2: All right. This fine chick used to be an underwear model in her twenties. She 41. She's still banging a lot of me and compliment. I believe all that. But she ain't really been having no luck, me and just want her for what she looks like. And this one guy she met finally took the time to get to know her. Uh, he's 44, six foot, four, big brown eyes. Not your usual type because he's not that handsome. I was trying to relate to the fact that this letter was originally about me, I thought, because a woman told me she didn't like my facial features one time. This letter, she don't like his features, which hurt me because I was, I was never going to change how I look because we didn't have money for reconstructive surgery back in the days and we didn't even know what it was back then. So I was pretty much stuck like Chuck. So I've had to deal with that ongoing now, just bringing it up to the fact that there's three of us men on this show fit into this category, uh, except for Tommy. Tommy seems to think that he is handsome. And I just wanted to finally point out to Tommy, Tommy, you're handsome if you were, like as in hamster handsome or gerbil now you compare me handsome. to a rat?
4: Are you serious? Or
2: Jimmy the Cricket handsome. Uh, you know, uh, the turtle on the wax
4: commercial. Shirley Carla, Mississippi. Somebody That's jump the in typo, here. Man. No, no, no. They, no. they, they are, they do do it. laughing. Ain't
2: nobody coming. Yeah, Carla yeah. say, cause she's in agreement with. Somebody them. jump in here. Uh, now. Mississippi. They jump. They are. Uh, they jumped in. They involved. Uh, but uh, <laughs> anyway, it was kind of awkward kissing him, cause he has a long pointed nose. But I learned how to work around it. We discussed hygiene early and must have heard me loud and clear. He started grooming his beard and his mustache better. He wears baggy sweats a lot when we out and about, when we go out. He's in jeans with a long button front shirt. Then you told the lady to him dressed like a teenager. He said he couldn't change everything about it, all right? So I let it go. Then I realized why he dressed like that and I was discussing You know, six months of dating they went on an anniversary trip, and she decided it was the perfect time to have some sex with this man. Well, she had never seen him with his shirt off or anything, and then when he took off his his sweats, all I saw was hips and a big booty. Now he had a six-pack, small waist, hips curvier than mine. I could tell he was ashamed, so I tried to act like it wasn't a big deal. Now, Shirley explained to me what they mean by hips. That means a a Coca-Cola bottle type uh, shape where a woman has a small waist and then the hips go out. I've seen a man like this. I've seen a man the other way. Turn that upside down. Big ass stumble, Little bitty ass booty. I've seen that on a man right there. Uh, look like a uh, look like a sugar cone with a double scoop of ice cream on it. I've seen you that so look right stupid. there. Stupid. I've seen fat ass men try to wear skinny jeans when they wasn't skinny. I've seen that. So I am very familiar with that right there. Uh, you lost all of us on the show with that. He he's got a six pack, small waist, and hips curvier than mine. I've never seen that, so I don't know how to address that. I could tell he was ashamed, so I tried to act like it wasn't a big deal. It was so hard to be intimate with him. He could tell my vibe was off. I would imagine, because you know you want to rub your man while he on you, but then you rub down there, and. if it- you know he got more booty than you got. Dude. Yeah. He got yeah. Shape. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know how you starting to feel back there, cause both of y'all rubbing on the same thing, and I'm starting to trying to figure out how that's working for you. I don't know why it is. You know, you ain't run across no love handle or nothing. You know, you run across no love handle just smooth, and all of a sudden he just curved out on you. <laughs> right. Bam. Like like he got a like like he got a fixer flat booty like he did <laughs> been in line down in Atlanta and got uh, it pumped up high pressure anyway anyway <laughs> she say the facial features are fine but the hips and booty sent me over the edge I already know your girl's going to flip out if they find out i know nobody's perfect but i know if this is a lot would i be shallow to dump him because of his feature? Well, let's talk about this for a minute, because the very reason that most men want you are simply because of your features. Here's a man who took the time to get to know you a little bit better, and now you've got some features about him you don't care for. Now, let's just admit something about myself, young lady. You're 41. You're into looks, very much so, and as are most people. That's not a knock. But you're into looks. You're into how you look. You're into how they look, what they think. Um. And so what's going to happen is, because of peer pressure and your and your requirement for looks, you're going to dump him. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. And you could miss out on a really great man. Now, we could do some things to offset this here. You can't get rid of that ass. What? You don't have to. What? Okay. His ass, instead of going to the gym, got to go to the buffet. Oh, we got to fatten it up? Oh, Yeah, you got to get rid of that damn six-pack, dog. Even it out. (laughs) You need a gut. Balance (laughs) it. You need some damn love handles. (laughs) That's what you need. Now, I don't normally recommend this, but your ass got to get to the buffet. (laughs) Because you got to sit there and you got to invest some time. Stop all these crunches and all this mess you doing at the gym. We ain't doing that no more. We going in here. We gonna get rid of this six pack. Gonna get you a grown ass man
1: stomach,
2: and go on and work with it. Grown ass. Save your relationship.
6: Grown ass man stomach. Leave us your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand as well. Coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk
3: right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Alright, come on junior. Time for you and sports talk. What you got? Yeah, with well, my man Pimpin' at his pimping's picks.
11: Here I go, here I go, here I go all the way from Dubai. You know how pimping you gotta to be to make a football pick in Dubai and you can't <laughs> even watch football. <laughs> <laughs> man, I ain't been keeping up. I've been gone so long. What you want you want? Alright, here we go, Pimpin'. Jaguars
5: versus the Titans. This ain't hard. Jaguars.
11: Okay. Surprise.
5: <laughs> upset victory. Yeah. Raiders versus the Chiefs, Pippin. Chiefs. All right. Mm. Okay. Saints versus the Jets. Another shocker. Jets. Uh-uh. Oh, that's two in one week,
11: Pippin. Yeah, I'm picking all shockers, man. I ain't <laughs> playing with y'all. Cowboys versus
5: the Washington football team. This is going to be a good one. Oh, man. Cowboys. Yes, sir. <laughs> Falcons versus the Panthers.
11: Panthers.
5: Okay. Whoa.
11: All shockers, baby. All
5: shockers, okay. Seahawks versus the Texans. Come on, pimp. Seahawks. We ain't that oh. shot.
11: Come on, man. Suck.
5: You know that. Stop. <laughs> Lions versus the Broncos, pimp. Two in a row for Detroit. Come on, Lions. <laughs> there we go. New York Giants versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers. Yes, sir. Okay. 49ers versus the Bengals.
11: Oh, man. You know what? Mm -hmm. The Bengals been balling, man. And they in the division with the Browns, so I normally pull against them. But you know what? Another shocker, Bengals.
4: Okay. All
11: right. Bills versus the Buccaneers. Oh man, that's gonna be a game. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Yes, yeah, mm. hard to bet against him. The
5: Bears versus the Packers, Pippin. Packers. I know that right. <laughs> Rams versus the Cardinals. Cardinals. Alright, Pippin. And here your team is, man. The Browns versus the Ravens. Go on, give it to them. Ravens. Wait a minute, mm-hmm. Pimpin'. Hold up. I said the Browns versus the Ravens.
4: Oh, you done we
11: can't pimped be that. Damn, dog. What happened? You know, <laughs> I'm, you know, pimping ain't easy, but somebody got to do it, man. I got to be real, right? We got Lamar versus Baker. You do the math. Oh,
5: man, <laughs> okay. that's, that's the shocker oh, right there.
11: I ain't seen you no so, before. Like yeah, Pipper man, phone. I told you. I'm here for shocking. Man, I'm in Dubai. I ain't got time. I'm telling the truth. <laughs> I'm too way for, I'm too far away from home to lie, man. I ain't got no time for this right here.
6: I'm telling you the truth. Alright. Thank you, Shops Junior. Thank you, Pimpin. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather with the guys right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Here we go, guys, with a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather... Live in a mansion hmm. by a volcano, or would you rather live in a tiny house, have a nice, beautiful view of the ocean, be able to go to the I'm gonna take, a take dip I'm
4: gonna deal with
2: that. Volcano. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Live, live what now?
6: Live in a mansion by a volcano, <laughs> or live in a tiny house by the ocean with gorgeous views. I'm gonna deal with that
4: volcano. Hot. Okay, if okay. it erupts, I'm out, but I'm gonna ride it out. That's better than a damn tiny ass house. I'm not living in a tiny house. <laughs>
8: You're in the tiny house, Jay. I'm not doing
4: it. When I walk I'm out the, the bathroom, bathroom I'm in the kitchen. Man,
8: <laughs> no, no. You're going to be in the bathroom and the kitchen at the same damn time. You ain't walking That's nowhere. Right. <laughs> you ain't walking. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're going to be in there turning.
5: <laughs> Junior? Oh, I'm, I'm going to go with the mansion by the volcano. That's what okay. I'm going to do. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: All right. Would you um, rather fight Mike Tyson? B. 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 Or ride a bull in the Texas rodeo. I'ma That's ride that bull. I'ma gonna
4: I'm gonna ride the hell out that yeah. bull. Yeah. And You're gonna, gonna go bull. eight seconds, too. Watch me. No, I'm not gonna make eight seconds. Yeah. I'ma make We're the eight, but I'm, eight. I'm scared. Mike. Soon I'm as they open Mike.
2: the gate, they gonna flip my ass back in the chute.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I'ma fall on you the never... cowboy that opened the gate. <laughs> You you never know when Mike's gonna go back into biting mode. You never know. Right. You know he'll yeah. oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah.
4: Even uh. even if he don't, Jay, one lick. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. This lights out. <laughs> yeah, I'm
6: gonna do that. Yeah. Okay. Even Mike you know. Tyson yeah. today still got it like that. Okay. What? Yeah. Would you rather spend a week in Vegas or hey. would, you, would you rather <laughs> spend a week in Brazil during carnival? Hell oh, hey. yeah. Say that would you rather spend a week in Vegas or would you rather spend a week in Brazil during Carnival?
8: We got oh, to go Brazil, to hell, man. You got dang. to. Do, you got to do it, man. I, I'm, I'm going the, to Brazil.
2: Yeah. Steve, you, to you to
6: Vegas. want to be in oh, Vegas? Oh my God! I'm
8: going I'm to going Brazil. Going
1: to like, no,
2: there's no way I'm going to hell. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's that's why I chose. <laughs> I'm too old for this
8: conversation. <laughs> say, I'm on the backside of I'm my life. Y'all gonna miss out on
5: Brazil? <laughs> hey, man, I'm trying yes. to get
8: in. I'm going to get in. Trying to get myself. In is the that end. where the, Is that where the Jesus is spread out on the mountain in Brazil? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, well, I'm going to Brazil because yeah, you can look yeah. at that. Yeah. You can look at that and then look up at the Jesus and all sins are forgiven. So yeah, I'm going <laughs> to, we can <laughs> repent. We got a plan. <laughs> saying, we can <laughs> repeat. <out>, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh,
6: all right, I'm would you <laughs> Would you rather skip a haircut <laughs> for three months? Or would you rather skip I don't even a shower know why that's in there, three Shirley. Shirley, uh-huh. I don't know
8: why that question is in there. Why is that one in there?
6: <laughs> we, <laughs> well, we, gotta, we ain't no, got no hair. I mean, you got no to groom yourselves. You do shave your head. Hair okay. still grows on your head.
4: I'll skip the haircut. I'm not missing them showers. You already know that. Three
8: months? Three months. Three
6: months? Yeah. Three month. three months? yeah. No, I'm ain't... not
8: missing a shower for well, three well, what months. What is your so head going to look like
6: in three
8: months without shower? I don't, I don't, I don't I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to gonna gonna be that I'm going to be old. I'm going to have that ring around, that old man look. That's what I'm going to have. But I'm going to be smelling good, and I'm going to keep my cap on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
8: <laughs> Once I That's, take this cap off with that ring around, the whole move, yeah. the love move, gonna change. Mm-hmm. It's just, just <laughs> complete.
2: <laughs> you gonna look like a Tibet monk. <laughs>
8: <laughs> oh my God.
4: I don't want yeah. a picture of, of us looking like this though. That's what I don't want. No, we punch. don't need that look. Okay. We don't need well, don't that. Co- uh-uh.
6: Don't come to work. All right, <laughs> right. Would you would you rather have your own Gulf Stream G-550 jet hey. or a 400-foot yacht. Yacht. Hey. yacht? Give me that yacht. Give me that yacht. That
8: yacht.
2: Hey, first of all, let I me explain something,
6: y'all. I
8: can't I, afford hey, the get
2: You game. all have no idea what you just asked for. The cost. <laughs> <laughs> the maintenance cost. Yo,
8: <laughs> Y'all don't
2: understand, sir.
8: No, give me that. Give down, me that I'm with jet. you because... The, the, freak, right. the freakiness you can do on that yacht does yeah. not compare yeah. to that plane. We're not all. even moving I mean, to High club. You,
6: you can you all right. get Thanks, so guys. freaky on that yacht. <laughs> Coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: Well, the stars were out for Virgil Abloh's memorial service this week. The Louis Vuitton and off-white designer died on November 28th at the age of 41 after a private two-year battle with cardiac um, angiosarcoma. That's a rare and aggressive cancer. Abloh was honored at the Museum of Contemporary Art in Chicago. Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, Drake, and Rihanna were some of the celebrities that were present. Visibly shaken and emotional, Lauren Hill gave a live performance. Both Louis Vuitton and Off-White have since turned into stores, uh, turned its stores into memorial grounds for Abloh, filled with flowers and notes from fans. He will be missed for sure. Oh um,
8: yeah, so sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. very sad. Great designer, man. Great designer. Oh, amazing design. Wish, uh-huh. wish I had that stayed lyric- in that field, boy.
6: The red outfit you wore earlier, uh, Steve, that Ellie style, that was a tribute to Virgil Abloh, right?
2: Uh, Yeah, according to Ellie.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. It's trending. That's really, really sad. You look great in
0: that. Yeah. Hey, did you see
4: Jay's picture? Jay had a fly picture on on Instagram with the with the hat and the template. Did y'all see Jay's
8: picture? Yes, I did. Let me tell you something about that picture, Tommy. Uh, I did that picture in Atlanta. It didn't go well in L.A. with all that red on. Not at all. I had, <laughs> I had some problems.
1: That was good we'll pick. have more of the Steve. We'll leave it right there. Leave it right there.
6: Yeah, we'll leave have it more right there. Right, right, right. of the it's Steve right. Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the plumber that found that
6: money in the uh, wall of Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church in the bathroom. Much uh, remember money? that? He found over $600,000 earlier this week. Well, guess yep. what? Mm-hmm. He's going to get a reward. He's going right, to get then. a reward. Uh, $20,000. What? He found six hundred. He's going to get hey, hey, 20000
5: can't. You can't get more than the Lord in the Lord house
6: now. <laughs> he should have just took that damn
4: money home. I told y'all. That's
6: what a lot of people said. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Man, the Lord required ten percent, twenty thousand. Twenty thousand, pretty cool. I don't, I don't care what well, like you I know. I what said, you're gonna Sunday, say you gonna hear Sunday? I say it again.
8: I said it again. That's why Joel Osteen didn't open them doors. He didn't want to get that <laughs> money on. in the wall wet. So this is my money. <laughs> this is my money. It all belongs to me. I can do what me. I want with this money. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> you like, know,
8: and that's yeah. not a lot of money for a plumber. Can make twenty thousand dollars in a day. That's really not enough money. That's really not. Wow. That's but not if you pull six hundred yeah. out a wall, you're not gonna keep that. What? Know, I'm, I'm that. keeping it all. Yeah. Uh, they don't. No one would know that 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 money was in there. Uh, I'm. Oh no, no 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 no. That's
2: not even a discussion we have. Okay. <laughs> that money that money gets out that wall. That money will never see a bank. Sure. Where you going? <laughs> Where you what you mean? Well, I'm gonna put. It, I'm gonna take it home. It's gonna be in my
4: wall. Yeah. Matter of fact, yeah. whatever I was doing plumbing wise, whatever I was
8: fixing, I'm not even fixing not that. that. I'm no just more. out. Not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna know. say I found a thousand dollars in the wall. Do you know anything about it? That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> I'm, I was not in the wall and I'm not no saying nothing about no money and fact. no
2: wall. <laughs> right. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> I'm putting that money in this plumber sack. I'm going in my truck, I'ma go, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna tell them, hey, listen, I'll open the wall, I, I can't work here no more, uh I'm I am i am I got COVID. I gotta go home. Truth be told. I'm
1: gonna told, be at
2: the yeah. house counting this money because I don't know how much it is yet, but it look like a lot.
4: I say we go over there and bust some more uh, walls down. It might be
8: some mo. Yeah, I'm with you, mm-hmm. Tommy, because there's got to be more walls with more money in it. I'm with you. No.
6: Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tell, because all you'll get is 20 grand. It was money and checks, by the way. It was checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and we get reward. that cash. Always, always just checks. checks? It was money and checks. No, it was
8: money and checks. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, I don't know um, how to uh, carry them uh, checks, don't you? No. <laughs>
6: No. Not that long. Yeah, I'm, I'm not knew,
2: playing with the no Tommy. I mean, I'm not doing any checks. <laughs> no. Oh, I do no know no how to do checks. it, but not anymore.
8: Oh, no, we not. Now we not we're not. I'm money doing laundering No way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was an interesting well, time don't in don't my life. Like Sarah,
8: you don't look like Miss Sarah Jackson. Well, I am. That's who I am, baby. Cash and <laughs> check. <Yeah. laughs> uh.
6: All right, guys, coming up, it is the last break of the day, and uh, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and
3: only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Friday. Countdown to Christmas.
3: When I tell you Uh, today went
8: by fast, when I tell you today was like (laughs) the fastest day. Now, I've done Mm. this for quite some time. Yeah. But today, today was you can't real get any fast.
2: faster than this year,
8: <laughs> like, a, like a blur. It was like a blur, Steve. You know, you come in and you, but it was hard work now. Don't get me wrong, it was hard work, but mm. fast it was anyway. I'd like to do a shout out for a good friend of mine who passed away over the weekend by the name of Mr. D. Militant, comedian, author, very funny guy. Passed away at the age I think he's about uh, maybe 54. He had a little battle with cancer, and uh, he's truly going to be missed played the club a couple times good brother we're gonna miss you mr. D been in the business a long time been in the business for quite a while yes Mm -hmm. good dude real good dude yes all right that's it yeah condolences to the family thank you Jay
6: and uh Steve we want to shout out um Ellie again your stylist Ellie Caramo Ellie is nominated Jay you didn't hear us when we were talking about this yesterday Ellie is nominated for fashion stylist of the year Fashion Stylist of the Year on FashionBombDaily.com. So if you want to vote for Ellie, and we certainly hope you do, uh, he deserves it. He got it. my vote. Yeah. Go to FashionBombDaily.com. <laughs> Scroll yeah, down I think, and I think
2: vote it would be Ellie. really nice for him, man. Uh, yeah. Everybody go to fashiondaily.com. Fashion FashionBombDaily.com. dot mm-hmm. FashionBombDaily.com and vote for Ellie. That would be a real nice touch, man. I think mm, he's done a great job. Yeah. And Hardware. then one day
8: what would be re- what would be really nice is if he, everybody on the show get one of them colors that we could all have a color on and we wouldn't be yeah. playing like we are now. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah,
2: well, you know, you got color money for sure. So, you know, you can mm. probably make that I'm going to get the LA. colors. I'm going to get the color
8: that don't cost as much, yeah. but I'm going to have the color. I yeah. want the you color. You don't
2: have a problem with color, sir. <laughs> not <you>. sure. <laughs> There you go. Like the day I met you, you was making sunshine yellow pants. Imagine. <laughs>
11: mm-hmm. Imagine yeah.
8: pants. Hey,
0: it's a I didn't game.
8: know how to make didn't know how to make pockets and so but I worked on that. I worked on that, And I didn't so know Where'd no you put exhibits. your
4: money at, Jay? How,
8: how did you, you it in it. my hand, damn it. It was in my hand. That's what Ooh, the hell touchy, it was.
2: Touchy, touchy, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Always somebody that can't make a pants, so I ain't make no pockets. In my hand. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. place I had my chapstick, my credit card. <laughs>
8: boy, boy, let me tell you something,
2: man. I had a credit card from Fifth Third Bank. It was my first credit card I ever had. And uh, I was in Baltimore, man. I stuck it in the machine. I just wanted to get $40 so I get some gas. Boy, they kept that card. That machine kept the card. I didn't know how it worked. So I spent the night. I was homeless anyway. I spent the night in the front of the teller machine till the bank opened and went in and asked them to open the machine and just hand me my card, you know, just give it back to me. I ain't gonna. I don't want the 40, y'all can keep the 40 out at your ATM machine. Just give me my card back. That lady says, sir, that is not how this works. I said, well, I've been sitting out in this parking lot all night long, so I gotta get a card. You don't understand, it's my only hope of getting back home. It's my only hope of getting back out of ah, they didn't give it to me no, I learned a you. valuable lesson what? I know one thing every time I saw a Fifth Third Bank I had chills and I went through something <laughs> it took me a long time to, to look at Fifth Third I've talked about them in my shows and everything they can close Fifth Third for all I care <laughs> uh,
8: I know that feeling Steve I had to pay for a car and divorce uh i'm not gonna say what kind of car it was but whoever owned that car when i would see it i'd spit on that car i don't care whose it was i would spit right on that That damn car because i had to yeah because i had to pay for the car i had to pay for the car and so i had no love for that car so if you came out and saw spit on your car that was me i apologize Uh, (laughs) i feel better now (laughs) i can't apologize
5: over over sharing. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't apologize on this radio show for the things I've done and ask because our show would then be a show of purely confessions. We would have to remove all pranks, uh, <laughs> strawberry letters, and everything else to devote the time that I need uh-huh. to apologize uh-huh. for the things I've done wrong. I so I'm not even going to begin. Just know that the Lord has forgiven me, yeah, and I'm that's all man. that's needed.
8: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm a changed man now.
2: People may not forgive, but God does, and that's the one. I'm I'm going with that one right there because uh, that's (laughs) critical. I do want to apologize to Mr. Moore, a delicatessen that was down the street from me. Uh, I've never said this on the radio or anything before, but I've probably stolen thousands of dollars worth of stuff from his <laughs> store and I wanted to okay. apologize to okay. Mr. Boy. You really wanna say
1: that? Yeah, I said that.
2: Yeah, I was I was yeah, I was eight, everything. so yeah, I'm I'm way past statute <laughs> limitations because I was eight. <laughs> And uh, and Mr. Moore uh, is uh, gone too. So he's no longer uh, So Moore, uh, this would be appropriate uh, time. That's appropriate time to spend. apologize. Uh. Thousands of dollars <laughs> of stuff since <laughs> I was eight years old. Never going to be president. Hops, mm-hmm. yeah. post-pies, yeah. potato chips. Uh. <laughs> Oh, candy canes. Anyway,
0: your list. Red
2: ham. I stole a quarter buttermilk one time. Why? (laughs) Reeling in I don't know. Case was open. I thought I was grabbing egg and grabbing damn buttermilk.
11: All has changed
8: now, Steve. You are a judge, and uh, no one can judge you for the things you did when you were young. So how about that? Yeah, he
0: doesn't. That's
2: exactly right. (laughs) Thank you all. Have a great weekend, everybody. We love you. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. I'll be doing Miss Universe live on Fox on Sunday night, which will a yeah. uh, big one. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I'll be doing a lot of traveling when I get back out of the air and back on the ground in the States. I'll be back on the radio. Got love for you.
8: Get them names right. And the winner is. And the winner, and the winner
1: is. is. <laughs> <laughs>